0: it's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could join me. This show is all about light beings with Linda Haley, the author of her book called The Arrival of Light Beings, about those extraterrestrials that are here to help us through this highly unusual time and space. And I'm very happy that they are here because I am watching the world and what I am seeing are things that are, well, changing rapidly and at this point I'm not sure that they are to the benefit of everyone on this planet. So I am making these observations that happens to be occurring that I have never, ever experienced before, and it's a bit unsettling. You know, once upon a time, there was a place called America where you worked for a living. You had rights by virtue of the American Constitution that gave you freedom of choice. And those unalienable rights that were given to you by the Creator and held in place by this country called the United States of America. But that freedom of choice and our God-given rights seem to be going out the window right now, especially in light that the government is wanting to mandate vaccinations And we don't have a choice. It's not our option. That's what they want to do. It's quite funny because there is no logic to it at all. It doesn't matter if you have had COVID and you have built up your immune system to protect yourself or that you are taking preventative medicine to keep you from getting COVID. It's only about you getting the experimental vaccine. So that should make everyone question as to what the hell is going on. And these vaccines do not have 10 years of safety verification. They have only months. So we do not fully understand and for good reason, what they are all about. They have not had any testing. It kind of reminds me of Germany where people were incredibly discriminated against and were forced to wear a yellow star. And now there is even a more scarier situation in that they are going to be discriminating against those who were vaccinated and those who were not vaccinated but the problem is if you were vaccinated you really don't have to worry about getting COVID so the unvaccinated people are not really a concern again all logic has left the room Let me set the stage here so that we can fully grasp on what is happening. We need to start in 2016 when an outsider won the presidential slot. Before it was a continuation of hidden agendas. Until this man won the election and decided to do things differently and change did occur suddenly there were jobs suddenly people had money everyone began to profit and began to live well or at least working towards it things were actually going exceptionally well those were good years they really were and then in 2020 a bioweapon from China was dispersed and the fear was placed right smack in our faces on the TV we saw people falling over dead in China and that was the beginning of COVID fear the powers that be placed that fear that we were all going to die from the dreaded thing with all this propaganda. And then we were forced to close our businesses and remain locked in our houses with access only to delivery drivers. The timing of this was impeccable because it was designed to to knock out an existing president who brought us so much prosperity and abundance. And put the control back into our hands that were actually delivering us from the evil. The media messages were designed to make you very afraid of living. So they said, Don't worry. Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci's, well, they're developing vaccines that will keep you and your family safe. Through all this fear-mongering of the news, showing people who were dying in masses and the evaporation of other life-threatening diseases such as cancer, which is incredible, because of this big disease on the scene became COVID-19, all from a lab leak in China. (laughs) It's kind of silly, isn't it? Hey, we all got scared when we saw on the TV people were dying in the streets. Literally people falling over. The TV showed hospitals that were filled to the max. New clothing for hospital workers had to be developed to make sure they didn't catch it. Because if you caught COVID, you were most likely to die. The fear mongering was so extreme You were told hospitals were filled, but yet, in this modern day of internet, you saw people actually taking pictures of hospitals that were literally empty. Do you remember the large hospital ships that were sent to New York and Los Angeles because of the extreme danger of many people contracting COVID? Did you notice that they only had one or two patients? (laughs) Hospitals were actually placed in parks in New York, but yet there were no patients. No patients. But it sure did make for great media coverage because after all, it kept us in the fear mode. It was like a horror movie designed right out of Hollywood, wasn't it? Well, you know what? It was probably scripted out of Hollywood. And then came Bill Gates, known for killing children and babies in Africa with his vaccines, no less, and whose associate, Dr. Tony Fauci, stood before the camera and told us that we needed vaccines. And if we didn't have vaccines, nothing could ever return back to normal and all we Americans and as a matter of fact the entire world wanted was to get back to their jobs and provide for their families we didn't want to bother anyone we just wanted to get back to our way of life but the fear continued they saddled us with masks and restrictions saying that it was their duty to protect us In truth, they didn't want us socializing or communicating so that we could find out what was really going on, which was nothing. I remember saying to people, well, well, wait a minute. I talk to people all over the world, and I don't know anyone who has died from COVID or anyone that has actually had COVID. But then friends would say, oh, But I've known people who have died, quite a few as a matter of fact. And I would say to them, are you sure they had COVID? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But there may have been other conditions associated with it. Hmm, I thought. Something does not pass the smell test here. And then I found out that the hospitals were being paid thousands and thousands of dollars to put COVID on death certificates even though it was, in fact, due to another underlying condition. Then came the vaccines. Now, I grew up knowing that vaccines were actually a preventative from getting sick, like chickenpox and polio. Once you got these shots, you never had to worry about getting it you were protected from the ravages of disease. You didn't have to worry about someone who was unvaccinated because, by golly, you were protected. You had the shot. But, they said, we must develop a vaccine to prevent COVID even though it had a 99% survival rate. And, as the CDC states, COVID is caused by SARS-CoV-2. Older adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung diseases or diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID-19. It wasn't known as a killer disease. (laughs) But yet we were given a false narrative. So here are the current stats. In the U.S., there was almost 34 million cases of COVID. There was only 608,000 deaths of COVID, which happened to be 1.8% of the population of the U.S., And hold on, that was before the vaccines came out. Those stats did not cite any underlying conditions that most likely contributed to the death. But the fear-mongering came out from Dr. Tony Fauci. That COVID was highly infectious, so you must wear a mask. Even though the medical community says, hey, <laughs> those masks don't work. They aren't going to prevent COVID. you got to be kidding me. So I talked to people from all over the world. And I did not know anyone who has had COVID. As a matter of fact, I still don't know anyone who has died of COVID. Of course I wouldn't. Because there's only 1.8% of the people in the U.S. who got it. So that tells me it's not really that infectious after all. Oh, someone would say, that's because we're in lockdown. Well, that's pretty convenient to say. But in reality, what really happened is that they managed to rid the world of something. And that was the man that brought us prosperity and abundance and most likely as it appears to be right now they got rid of him by fraudulent and controlled voting machines it was a setup it's really kind of funny how they all fooled us right we took it all in we believed it some of us were smarter than others and did not believe it they thought it was a bunch of malarkey But the majority just wanted to get on with their lives and let the crooks run the country so that we can provide for our families. They allowed a man who killed all those precious, beautiful children in Africa the right to create a vaccine to kill us after all Bill Gates was raised that in order to save the planet we had to have population control don't forget that that fear mongerer known as Anthony Fauci was in close association with the population control freak Bill Gates so here we are today perhaps facing forced vaccinations amazingly no one in the media is talking about preventing COVID, which is very easy and safe to do. It's called getting a prescription from a doctor for hydroxychloroquine or remdesivir that you take in very small dosage for prevention. Have you heard of that? Well, I didn't, but I decided to investigate and I found it. So I am now taking hydroxychloroquine as a prevention. But my personal doctor would not prescribe it for me. I can't even fathom the idea that a personal physician wouldn't want to prevent you from getting sick. But that was the case. I had to go to the frontline doctor to get a prescription for hydroxychloroquine So I could begin to take it once a week. One pill a week. No big deal. You know, back in 2015, I went to Nigeria and I took hydroxychloroquine to prevent malaria. And I didn't have any side effects from it at all. As a matter of fact, those big African mosquitoes wanted nothing to do with me. Now you got to ask yourself... Why they are not talking about prevention of tried and proven medications that will keep you safe? Why are they only talking about injections that will change your DNA and might turn you into a transmitter for 5G? Remember, Bill Gates is all about ridding the planet of overpopulation. He learned that from his dad. And Bill Gates killed all those beautiful babies in Africa with a vaccine because wait for it over population so i gotta say the world is being controlled by the evil ones right now we are seeing that the white house is actually being controlled by someone other than the feeble-minded man who just wants to retire to his basement he doesn't want to be president he never did but someone someone else is in charge of controlling everything and we do not know who that actually is or perhaps we do but in any case we know that joe is easily controlled after all that is why he was put into that position as a cover for those who are actually controlling everything so that's the story and it's not pleasant we've been caught. So what as law of attraction practitioners do we do? We know things are not right. And more importantly, we know how powerful we are as individuals and how powerful we are collectively. We know this to be true. So what I want us to do is to change that picture in our mind right now of what we perceive it to be so that we can change this current ridiculous situation of chaos and bring back prosperity and abundance. So I just want you to take just a second to picture in your mind a place that you can walk down the street and see street vendors selling their wares. And I want you to notice that the sun is shining and the temperature is oh so refreshing. It's a beautiful day. You stop for coffee and a croissant and then visit all the shops absolutely delighted by the abundance of beautiful items. Then you find something that you must absolutely have. It's just incredible. So you take out your wallet and you open it up and you see abundance of money in it. You pay for that glorious item. And then you continue to walk down the street. Saying hi to passerby's. You're seeing their smiling faces. As you pass them by. And then you say to yourself. As you look up to the beautiful sky. Thank you. What a wonderful glorious experience. Of being human. In this glorious expression of pure happiness. Things may not be as they once were, only because things can be so much better than it ever was. And don't let anybody tell you differently. We can't go back to the past, but we can go into a magnificent future. Remember that. Remember you are the master creator of your lives you can get through anything to create the life that you so richly deserve it's up to you I know you can create it and I hope you will join me in bringing about and visualizing a great new future for all of us free of face masks Free of vaccines. Free of sickness. Just wonderful, exciting times. We can do it. We can create this. Good. So with that, let's talk to Linda Haley, who wrote the book, The Arrival of Light Beings. And we're going to be talking about ETs, and we're going to be talking that we're not alone. They are here to help. You're going to love her. And I'm going to have her return time and time again because she can bring us messages from the ones we call ET. Well, welcome, Linda, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thank Thank you. you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Jules. This is such a thrill. Thank you. I am so excited to tell everyone about your book. Of course, they could read about it in uh, the Law of Attraction magazine um, last month's uh, July's issue. But there is so much more to this story. And people need to hear it at this particular time in the universe. It has to be talked about. And you have got the entire scoop and we're talking about light beings. So the first question I've got for you, Linda. What is a light being? Wow, that's a loaded question
1: because there are so many people who have different views of it. Some people think that it is only the beings themselves, people perhaps who are interdimensional. I think anybody who is aligned with the heart, aligned with source, aligned with positivity, who want to try to make the, the planet, the universe, the cosmos, just a little bit better place, um, actually could be called a light being. And I think that people who maybe don't even know the term, the designation, if they have the right presence of mind to be able to help people and help themselves, I think they're a light being too
0: okay so a light being is already here on the presence it's us some of us
1: some of us but there are also many many who are coming in to help you know earth's going through such a big transition right now
0: and i am loving this we need the help so who are the ones that are coming in
1: so what's kind of interesting is that the, the book came out just a week before the UFO report was delivered to Congress. And there's a whole lot of the report that is like, oh, man, you could have put more in. But even so, there's an awful lot that is going on. And I think that they're coming in to help because I think we need the help. I think that Earth has demonstrated that we've got so many problems right now. And they're coming in because they do feel a kinship with us. And many people believe that these are the beings who actually, you know, created civilization here on Earth. So they kind of see us like their cosmic cousins. So there is a huge emotional alignment with who we are, just like we often send in troops to help, you know, humanitarian efforts in other parts of our planet. This is not unlike them coming in like the Galactic Red Cross to try to help us out.
0: Boy, that makes me feel so much better. Yeah. Because um, the chaos is going on uh, and you don't know who to trust. That's the real kicker of it. Uh, You're supposed to be able to trust the government, but you can't. You're supposed to be able to trust uh, the health profession but you can't Yeah, you're not getting the complete answers so there it is apparent that we are being controlled or they're wanting to control what we think and what we do but you're here giving us good news that we're not alone
1: we are definitely not alone and in fact we have never been alone You know, and we are the ones that really can make a difference down here. They're going to come in to help. They're not going to do it for us, but they're going to come in to help. And it's kind of a course correction. So part of what we're saying is part of the course correction is what we call the shift. And many people hear the word shift, but they have no idea what it really means. The concept of shift, it's not just one day. It's not one moment. It's not like a light switch is gonna come on and all of a sudden we have instant enlightenment. We're in it right now. And sometimes in order to get to the other side, you've gotta uproot a few things. You've gotta make some changes and that's what's happening right now. We're in a huge transformation and we can see the changes all around us. We can see it in the political climate, the social and the religious and absolutely everything. So that's kind of where we are. And I kind of see that as being the shift.
0: Okay, so we're shifting. Now, let's go back because I want people to know how you became involved in these light beings that are not necessarily of this planet. Right.
1: Right. Well, I had a pretty traditional life. You know, I I really was not involved in anything that involved, you know, other dimensions until one day, um, in the year 2000, actually New Year's Day 2000, I was just hanging out with some friends and my husband, and I felt really odd, and I heard this strange noise, so I just left them and sat by myself, and I heard a voice that said, it's time, and I thought, okay. I knew I didn't have much to drink New Year's Eve the night before, and after a few minutes, I heard it again, and then the third time that I heard it, I realized I'm not making this up. I actually did hear a voice say, it's time. I didn't really talk about it very much because you know, people who hear voices, people (laughs) talk about people who hear voices. So I didn't really tell too many people about it, but over the course of the next 10 years or so, I heard the same voice many, many times kept saying, it's time. So it's like, we need to prepare you because we will be working with you. And then I'm a Reiki practitioner and I have a center in Columbus, Ohio. And so as I was working with one of my clients, he went into a really deep state of relaxation and another voice came through. And that voice was the same one I've heard over the previous 10 years. And his name is Avatar and he's a fifth dimensional being. And I absolutely did not believe it at all. That was something that was so far out of my awareness that I absolutely did not believe it. And it took many years for me to believe that I was actually talking to somebody who was not human. And now he's probably one of my most trusted advisors. And, you know, I I will, that's the reason that the book was written. He asked me to write the book to try to take away fear because there will be changes. And he wanted to make sure that people knew that we are coming. Do not be afraid. We're coming in to help. And I said, well, why am I doing it? And he says, well, I can't. And (laughs) I know what he looks like. And I agree it would probably provoke a little bit of anxiety. And he says, you know, you understand fear. You've had a lifetime of fear. And I have. You know, so, and I worked through, you know, all the fears and he says, so you need to know how to help people get through the fears. And that's kind of where we are today. I didn't want to write a book. That was the last thing I wanted to do, but I trust I'm him and I trust his
0: message. Yeah. I'm grateful you did because this message is so timely and there is so much fear being permeated out there by the powers that be. So that we're we're being forced to live in this fear. And that's where we've got to take control of our minds and say, no, we're not going to do this. It's up to us individually. And I think that was the message from your book.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, every time that you live in fear, you lower your vibration. Yeah. And when you lower your vibration, you are more susceptible to picking up things, either other people's emotions or their fears or living in anxiety, your health is impacted. So probably the best thing you could do is just to have a more positive mindset. And I really do believe that they're coming in to help. I know that what's happening right now through Hollywood and some government institutions, They're letting people think that this is a national threat. I don't believe that. And the experiences that I've had have been only loving. They've only been supportive and kind. And, you know, I'm sure that there are beings just like people that are not, you know, people that I would want to align with. But the ones that I've met, they're great.
0: Well, and you're into Reiki. You feel the energy. I do. You know what it is. So I think we can trust you that you're feeling their energy to be good. And that's what makes it so valuable for us to know. Right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I am primarily an energy worker. uh, And that is one of the things that I trust. You know, if the energy feels good and it does feel good with all the beings that I've connected with, then I trust them, and I trust that they are here for our highest good. You know, if they were going to hurt us, they've had ample opportunities over
0: tens of thousands of years. Yeah.
1: And that's just not what they're doing.
0: No, I read somewhere. Did I read it from you? I read somewhere that if there is a lot of damage to this planet, it actually affects affects the other dimensions. That's true. So – They're doing it for self-protection as well. So that's one of the reasons they want to come in and help us. Did I read that from your book?
1: It is one of the things in the book. And what's interesting is that when we dropped two atomic bombs in 1945, you know, we didn't realize the impact that it would have on all of the energy around Earth, all of the dimensions. And at that time, if we knew, you know, that was just not a factor that we also obliterated dimensions and the beings who live on that dimension. You know, we happen to be third, but there are many dimensions that maybe we just don't have an awareness of. But that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yeah. So not only did we obliterate the dimensions, but if we do something to Earth, look at the fragile balance of Earth, the asteroids, the planets, the sun. If we destroy that one you know, element of this mobile, what happens to the rest of the rotations? And then what happens to the solar systems that back up against ours? So it's like playing dominoes so that they just they can't take that chance. And I don't blame them.
0: I don't either. And I don't blame them. This is, is such good knowledge for us. This yeah. is war, bombs, nuclear devices this has got to stop. We got to grow up and become adults and handle issues on a human to human basis without war.
1: I'm on your side. I'm on (laughs) your side. You know, if that were only possible and they're not going to come in and this is not like wait till dad comes home. They're not going to come in and, you know, say or else, but it's like, you people need to understand what's happening. Look at what you're doing to this beautiful planet. Look at what you're doing to climate. You're, you know, causing massive, you know, extinction of so many insects and fish and animals. And what are you doing to your food supplies? What are you doing to your air, to your soil? You know, so yeah, they're, they have obviously a lot of concern because earth was created for a very different reason we were here to be able to explore what it would feel like to be able to have you know a group of people who could live together in peace and harmony well, lately it just hasn't been that way yeah
0: boy that is so true yeah. so what are we to realize right now how do we go forward in our lives what's our goal um I know it's to get rid of the fear, but I mean, it just seems like we've got to grow up yeah. we've got to stop this foolishness, and that's what it is. So, how do we do this? How do we do this? Are we going to come in contact with these light beings from another planet? Will we ever be taught by them?
1: actually? They are already here, and what's interesting is that many of them look just like us. So, you probably have had some on your show that are not completely human. Um, I know that I have met people who have come up to me to let me know that they are not completely human. I had somebody come up to me a few years ago, and I had asked for help. I said, look, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with any of this. And within days, somebody walked up to me, gave his name and said, I'm from the Galactic Federation. I'm here to help you. I'm thinking, oh, this is just getting too freaky. You know? no. But I, I know that you know I have met people who are also kind of interviewing me, also kind of checking me out because they wanna make sure that if they're investing in somebody who is going to be an ambassador, they wanna make sure that they've got somebody who they can trust. So I'm, I'm quite sure you've probably seen a whole lot of people who are not 100% human.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I wish they would tell me because I would just, I'd be delighted. <laughs> But let me ask you something, because you said some are not, we not, here's, here's my question. With these COVID injections, they are actually changing the DNA within yes. people. Yes. Now, this makes some people would say less human. There is an
1: entire area of transhumanism that people are starting to get very nervous about. And transhumanism actually says that it is a combination of things. It is, you know, machine-like robotics with a human. And so some of the things that we are doing right now to implant chips in the human brain Or, you know, some of it has been very helpful. It helps people who perhaps have mobility issues or they're, you know, getting ready to have a seizure and something can help. It's when we turn over our humanity to the machine that that's where we have a big problem. And that's when we really give up being human. And there's so much this part of being human that we maybe don't realize is considered a true gift in the universe we have emotions we have self-determination we have free will and if we do give that up then what makes us human we may not have that
0: so that's what has me worried with these injections yeah it worries you and the light beings as well we have not talked about specifically
1: vaccinations. But I know that part of what they want to do is to help us to be able to adjust to some of the new energies. And part of what they're doing is trying to change our body's configurations in ways that we're able to adjust to the new energies coming in. Wow. Um, if your listeners and viewers follow something called the Schumann Resonance, It's supposed to be 7.83 Hertz. And it has been for about 60, 70 years. But then a few years ago, there started to be some spikes. And instead of 7.83 Hertz, it was 15, and then 30, and then 50. Well, over this past year, we've had spikes of six and 8,000 Hertz. Oh my God. So in order for our human bodies to be able to adjust to the new energies coming in, there may have to be some changes. So we're told that they are trying to help us so that we can adapt. And we know that these hurts, these vibrations, this is the coronal mass ejections from the sun, the solar flares, all the new energies that are coming in, all those are going to have an impact on our human bodies.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I think we can feel the impact of those solar, solar flares. I've oh, yeah. noticed that I will get very agitated. Uh, and and it's like, you know, I gotta do something, you know. So yeah. it's it's not a calming experience. It's like pow in your face, and it's like, what do I do? I can't be right. agitated, but how do I do this? You see, what you are providing us is a huge armory of knowledge that we need and what i would love to have you back on continuously and bring us messages to help us go through these times it's it's i'm going to be truthful i'm i'm all for positive thinking but we're in some rough really rough times here it's hard we, we know that this is the beginning
1: of a huge transformation. I mean, not only for us, but for the planet. We know what's happening to the planet. We know what's happening that also as above, so below. We know that that also impacts our solar system and everything is going through a major shift right now. So the best way for us to be able to adapt is we need to find our center we have to find uh our anchor and once you find that anchor then you'll still have the storm around you but you'll be able to deal with it just a little bit better
0: can you tell us just a couple of things that we can expect to see that will prove to us that what you are saying is directly from the light beings and I hate to put you in that spot, no. No, it's but fine. it's like we, we need to really grasp this knowledge and know that it's real. Oh, it very much is
1: real. And actually, what we're hearing right now from the light beings is not unlike what the sages and the mystics have said for thousands of years, that in order to find your center, you need to move, first of all, all the things that you don't need in your life. Try to remove as much fear, try to remove as much busyness as you can. Try to find time to be alone, to be able to be with your thoughts, to be able to find the joy in more simple things. Try to keep away from as much technology as you can. And I understand that, you know, here we're on a podcast and (laughs) we all use our devices. I totally understand that. But the more dependent we are, Um, the less we're able to be in our own space. So it's been very odd for many people over the last year and a half to be in lockdown. You know, we miss human companionship, we miss talking, face-to-face touching somebody. You know, I had to close my center for quite a while and that was hard on all the practitioners but also on all of our clients and students because we really need that human interaction. So Try to find time for you, and I think that we have been, and I think it's wrong to say, you know, don't think about yourself, think about everybody else. I think that's wrong. I think that you absolutely must think about yourself, because if you do not understand the need for you to support yourself, you're not going to have the capacity to be able to support anybody else.
0: That's right. That's right. We've got to become emotionally stable in order for us to grasp and to help everyone else. You know, the law of attraction is about creating your life and creating yourself in a way that you manifest things that you want because you're creating the life you want. So if that is true and we know it to be true. It is. What what can we do then to bring more of what we want? I mean, are they going to be telling us what we're doing wrong in our manifestations? You
1: know, I don't have that level of specificity. Um I know that they're coming in, and I've asked many, many, many times, so what happens next? And I said, you know, uh, there's so much fluidity in what is going on right now that I can't give you a timeline. I can't give you the specifics. And, you know, up until fairly recently, we were kind of at a pivot point because there was so much going on that, you know, actually I don't think the light beings themselves knew what was going to be happening with earth because there's so much polarity right now there's so much polarization so many people are splitting into us versus them That's right. but what I'm hearing is that there are more and more people who really want to try to come together as opposed to coming apart and the more that we can like shows like this like your magazine the more that we can talk about how do you come together as a people with some shared belief systems that all seem to be aligned with more positive mentions? That's how we're all going to survive and thrive.
0: Wow. You know, is there, I'm going to ask this on air. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> is there any way that we can ask you questions to ask them?
1: Oh, of course. I'm in daily contact with them. You know, we could certainly set up something as a matter of fact um, we have uh, something right now that we have a direct line to one of them. One of the beings that we work with regularly is a set of 11 ninth dimensional beings called Chardon. And so once a month we have an event where we can actually come together to ask Chardon. So it's similar to a, a channeling session. But this is going directly to a source that is extremely trusted. So, and I, truthfully, I was very suspicious of channeling until I started to really get into this. Because I thought, ah, they're just kind of faking. But the messages that I get, you know, as someone who is able to receive messages, the messages that I get from people that I trust, um, I actually, I put my life in it. So, yeah, so, we, we could probably work something out. And it's very possible that we could do something right here on your show.
0: I I would so love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see evidence of this. Yeah. It, I believe it. I, I'm a 100% believer. I have been a believer in light being since I was a little girl. So this is not new to me, but I don't have... That information that you have, I just know that they were there.
1: Well, it's been interesting and it's been, it's certainly been an evolution for me because I was terrified of anything extraterrestrial for my whole life, just terrified. And they've just gradually been helping me to take away my fear. And part of it was every single morning for a couple of years, when I would open my eyes, I would see a being right in front of me just looking at me. And so I saw Mm -hmm. every single morning, I saw a different species, a different, you know, a different individual. And what's fascinating is that some of the beings that we are positive are the ones that uh, we should be terrified of, which is like the sweetest ones. So I really don't trust Hollywood that much. They're there to, you know, sell a product. Right. And so I trust, the information that I've been receiving and, you know, anything that tells you that Hollywood says that they're coming in to dominate us, to control us, to eat us. I would not believe that. And there are many, many people who have very similar belief systems. I'm just not as sure that that message is getting out as much as I would like it to.
0: Because again, the impact on this planet affects them. And oh, 100%. we've got to realize that we're not in this alone. What we do hurts and helps them. So, can I ask a couple really, sure. really unusual questions? <laughs> okay. They're
1: female and male? No. Okay. For the most part, there's a lot of androgyny. Okay. And for the most part, they have, uh, and obviously, I'm sure that. You know, we can't, I can't speak for all. I'm only talking about some information that I have. Um, I will tell you my primary guide um, is partnered. He's uh, a male being. He has a partner and he has uh, two young offspring. So, um, But he does not look human at all. So most of the beings that we have contact with are humanoid. So most of them do have, you know, a head, two arms, two legs, but they may have a slightly different configuration. You know, they may be different sizes. Um, the one that for me was just really distinctive was absolutely snow white, with gorgeous soft, soft black eyes, and was only about three and a half or four feet tall, and. I just I remember this being so perfectly, but what's fascinating is that a day or two later, I was at my center, and one of my students said, you've got somebody standing right next to you, and perfectly described the being I had seen that morning.
0: Oh, perfectly. wow. Perfectly.
1: So I'm not the only one who sees these beings. I happen to be one that sees them sometimes as I'm waking up. We also see them throughout the day. We often see mantis beings, and mantis are the healers of the universe. And because I have a healing center, we actually see them in the center. Wow. So people say, well, why don't I see them? And I'll say, do you believe? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, if uh, we believe what we want to believe. And yeah. if for some reason you are afraid... They're not going to try to hurt you. They will not try to scare you by having a presence. So a lot of it goes back to your own belief system.
0: Right. The power of belief is what yeah. creates your reality. Yes. It's, yes. it's scientifically proven.
1: Yes.
0: It's, it's real. So whatever we have in our mind that we focus on, we're going to manifest out whether it be feelings or objects or whatever.
1: Yeah, That's I totally I agree. I agree completely. You know, you wake up in the morning, and you're positive it's going to be a lousy day. By the time you go to bed, you'll find plenty of things to validate that belief.
0: Absolutely. Yep. And so, oh gosh, I, I am so excited about these beings. And <laughs> I am so excited to learn more I'm so excited to have you back on so that we can communicate directly with the beings and find out what the hell is going on. (laughs) No fooling. And if people
1: do want to find out more, I will tell you that the book is called Arrival of the Light Beings. Yes. And they can get it at any of the places where you can buy books right now. It's pretty much in wide distribution. If they want to contact me directly, my website is lindahaley.net, and the email is just linda at lindahaley.net.
0: So where is the best place that we can communicate with them? Is it In, in, meditation.
1: in meditation? In meditation? In meditation all you need to do is just be quiet and you know if you're somebody who is sensitive to energy and Jules I suspect you're probably very sensitive but if you're somebody who is sensitive and you work with guides and helpers and angelics and celestials and elementals and ancestors you probably are already working with them and maybe you just don't realize it you know people who talk about working with their power animal if they have a shamanic background um, I know that I work with all of you know my power animals, ancestors, people I know, my own family who've crossed over. And so it wasn't that much of a leap to move from that to beings who did not have a terrestrial life. So meditation is a really good way to be able to go and find that quiet spot so that they can talk to you. You know, we often say that when you pray, you talk to God. When you meditate, God talks to you.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. So what
1: if God had you know six legs and four eyes? You know
0: So uh, do they believe in a higher power?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. The, it's interesting uh, they believe everything goes back to what they call a source. So we don't they don't put labels on it. They really they try to avoid labels. so what me, we might call God or Allah you know, divine creator, whatever label we would put on, they just say source or essence. And they believe that everything goes back to one central clearinghouse, one large area, body of energy. And initially I didn't quite understand the concept of how we are all source, but if we all have that spark of energy, and we do, and our connection to that spark of energy is what we call our soul, so, this is a way to feel like we do have that connection to this universal life force energy that really fills everything.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. I want to go back to this transhuman thing. Sure. Because it sounds like we are becoming transhuman, some of us, via the injection. So are we supposed to become transhuman or are we supposed to remain human? What is what what should we do? I mean, so, should we go have the shot or not? <laughs> so actually one of the things
1: that they're actually very concerned about is that as a civilization, we have a fascination with pushing the boundaries of intelligence, of faster connections, you know, other ways for machinery to be able to do things for us. That's really not a new concept because there's many, many civilizations that have already gone through that. Right. And in fact, this is why we're one of the few, as I've been told, one of the few civilizations that still retains their humanity, still retains emotions. As soon as you are connected to a computer, your brain is replaced by a computer, you lose so much of what is considered human. And I know people are excited about the possibility of playing video games by just thinking about it or having everything that you could ever need just connected to an electrode that goes into your brain. And I understand the fascination of that. But when you do that, What are you giving up? Yeah. And that's the concern. And there have been many, many civilizations before the one that we have right now on this planet. You know, we know from, you know, ancient archaeology that there's been some kind of an intelligent life force on this planet for Millions of years, millions and millions of years, they find things that are 300 million years old that indicates that there was a civilization here. Well, what happened to it? So supposedly they rose to the level of where we are now. Look at many people have memories of Atlantis. Atlantis rose to the level of civilization that um, allowed machinery, you know, technology to pretty much take over That didn't work out very well.
0: Wow. Wow. So, so again, I'm going to ask the question. Should we become transhuman or should we be keeping hold of our humanness?
1: I think that for us to be able to feel like we continue to have emotions, continue to have free will... As soon as we are all hooked up to a computer, there's no more free will. There is one centralized clearinghouse that creates a hive mentality. And I personally would never have an interest in being a robot. (laughs) I I rather like, you know, the ability to be able to enjoy a sunset, to uh, enjoy really good ice cream. You know, once you give up, A lot of what we currently consider as being human, you know, those things just will not have relevance anymore. You wouldn't be, you're not going to be feeling. So um, I, for one, will never, ever give up my humanity,
0: ever. Okay. Okay. So I take it then you're not taking the vaccination.
1: I actually did. And I did uh, because I really want to travel. And the information that I had initially was that uh, it was 100% safe. The other thing for me is because I do believe that I have the ability to negate anything that was perhaps in any way controlling. Um, So I am, I did take it. Um, I have had zero problems whatsoever. I completely understand that this is a personal choice. Um, it took me a very, very long time to make that choice, I will tell you. Uh, I'm, I tried to figure out which way to go. And for me, because travel is such a big part of my life, yeah. and I really miss being able to you know, leave you know, the United States and enjoy cultures all over the world, I made that choice to take it. Again, very, very personal choice. I completely understand.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just not in favor of myself having um, my DNA changed. And that's what some of them, and you don't know anymore, and they're changing them up all the time. So my trust factor is on not a good upward <laughs>
1: I completely, I completely understand, and you know, I wonder how much is our DNA changing anyway with some of the foods that yeah. we eat, and you know, some of the things that we inhale with things that sprayed in the environment. Oh, you're right. Um, you know, how much are we changing if you just go past farm fields that are sprayed with an herbicide that we're inhaling? I don't know. You well, know, that's
0: and now. There's the 5G towers, yeah, which are really interact with the um, vaccination.
1: I've heard that. I don't know much about it.
0: But that's what I want to find out. Um, the 5G appears to be um, changing humanity. I'm not on a good way. Yeah. What you're saying is we're becoming less human. By that
1: we are we are all over um, you know people who are implanting charge card chips so all I have to do is wave their hand over a machine and they can charge things or they can open up their their car start a radio just by waving a hand I don't want anything implanted inside of me I am you know I I don't I don't see that that's something that would help me personally yeah. But again, it's such a personal choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's why I would love to have more conversations with sure. you with information from the light beings. I think I've kind of got a large audience and I kind of would like to get it out there, get the message out there. I think it is so important right now that we get clarity, sure, that we're going sure. the right way, and it's so easy to go the wrong way.
1: Of course, of course, and I will tell you that there's a large part. Most of the book is autobiographical, and this is my story. This is my life. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really did have some, you know, experiences that you look at the book and it's like that didn't happen, but it did happen. So the book talks a little bit about the experience I've had that got me to the point of where I am. But I will tell you too, that there's a big part of the book that I didn't write. The light beings wrote it and it is brilliant. It's brilliant for how do you prepare your heart? You know, why is it in detail that they're coming? You know, how do we connect to other people? Why should we not be afraid of them? so you know there is a good chunk in the book that already talks about how to do that but
0: yeah I would love to talk about more oh oh my goodness yeah Yeah. we've got a lot to cover (laughs) I think and it's non-ending because there's so much information that we need to know yes I'm personally tired of running around with like I'm feeling like my head's been chopped off from all of these different sources all over. And I think that's what the computer does. Uh, I'm a computer chick, so I've got to get my information. It's right at my fingertips, but there's so much. It's like, I need help deciphering it. And if these light beams can shed the light for all of us, I know that the majority of people who are listening to my show will agree, this is what we need right now. Forget the military, forget the government, forget the doctors. We need something on a more spiritual level.
1: And I totally agree with you because I think, first of all, spirituality is not the same thing as religion. A lot of people think it's identical. Spirituality is a way to find meaning and purpose in your life. I think a lot of that meaning and purpose has been taken away from us. I think that that's a very personal thing. And when we say, you know, don't think about yourself because that's just egotistical. I think that's wrong. I think that's how you find what's relevant for you. You have to identify where is your meaning and purpose. So I think that's a a good way to, that's a great topic for another
0: day. Oh boy. Um, do you think that you can come back on uh, and channel the information for us from some of the beans? Uh, that's certainly an option.
1: I mean, I already have a lot of information from oh them. God. From, I mean, I've talked to them for the last 10 years, and I have an awful lot of information from them. So, you know, I can either try to bring it in or I can uh, just tell you what they've already told me.
0: Well, perhaps what we should do for the next time you come on, which will be within the month, perhaps what we should do is ask the audience, the listening audience, to send in questions sure. that I can present to you so that you will have them upfront and then you can address them. And even perhaps ask the light beams.
1: I would love that. And the other thing is, you know, uh, I could do it. I have colleagues who also do it and you could probably get, you know, three people who do a terrific job and each one of them may have, you know, some additional information to help people.
0: You know, maybe we should have a radio show with all of them. Ooh. Like three or four, we can do that. and then, uh, They'd love it. Yeah. I would too. You know, we'll, we'll do that. Um, this is what we're looking for. We need hope. Yeah, we need hope. Yeah. We, we already know how powerful we are, but we're getting siphoned off in other directions. So right. we need to be brought back to the center where we can, because we have the power to change the way just by thinking. Yes. We yes. have the power to create a better planet by ourselves. Without government involved,
1: <laughs> it'll it'll take some work because there's an awful lot of things that have to be undone. You know, an awful lot of things. That's what we have
0: to know. That's what we have to know. What sure. do we do? What do we need to know so that we can undo and redo to make humanity survive on this planet?
1: There's actually something that did come through that the lead character says well it's not my fault there's been problems in the earth and her husband says well it is it's your fault it's my fault it's all of our faults it's all of our faults because none of us have you know have recycled as much as we should none of us have given up using aerosols none of us have you know reused instead of thrown away so it's something that each of us has to take responsibility for it. So, yes, we do have. And it's too easy for somebody to say, oh, you know what? The government will take care of it. <laughs> or, you know, one of those do-good nonprofit groups is going to come in and take care. No. Every it's single that. one of us has to take responsibility. And that includes changing
0: the way you think. Exactly. This and is that the most
1: powerful part of who you are.
0: And we are connected to source energy. Yes. And that's we always happen. Yeah. Yes. So we need to take responsibility. We're the ones that are going to change it. And truthfully, this is what this show is all about. Yes, I agree. I'm with you. I love it. Oh, this is such powerful information. I truly can't thank you enough. I am so so honored to have you in the magazine. I'm going to urge everyone. I'm going to have a link underneath where they can go and buy the book. Thank you. But also go and look at the magazine because this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And let's do it. And if we do it all together, you got a lot more power.
0: Yeah. Yep okay linda my friend thank
1: you and congratulations on 15 years of making a difference in the world oh thank you
0: it just feels like yesterday (laughs) yeah how about that huh (laughs) yeah that's funny how it worked (laughs) thank you linda and come back soon. i would
1: like to thank you bye-bye